Another episode of Rift Through Podcast. This is a special edition. I've been waiting for this for so long. We've hyped it up all season. Man, I actually had him penned in for the first episode of the year. Um, you know, one thing led to another, didn't happen. Appearance fees went up. Appearance fees went up. Uh, he's hard to come by. <laughs> he's 181 centimetres tall. He's 74 kilograms, 70 kilograms in his muscles in his arms. 106 games, 158 goals in his career. This season alone, 54 goals, All-Australian jacket, third in a common medal, Brisbane leading goal kicker. And he's got done some other things, like he's played a grand final before, um, kicked five goals on a prelim. Prelim. 2015 Rising Star number. No one cares about his past. It's all about the present. Welcome, Charlie Cameron. Yeah. How's that for an intro? How are you, man? Not too bad, mate. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Take a breath. Take a breath. (laughs) Have you wanted to come on this podcast this year? Oh, you invited me, but... I invited you, Yeah, I, but I did I, a poll. I got... Um, I think I was the last resort, I guess. No. you had Lockie, Harris, Eddie. But Doesn't work like that. Have you heard the old saying, save the best for last? And I've done... That's probably the last yeah, guess And here we are. Until the, like, we finish and go in the off-season, but... I'm excited, man. This is mate, He's been hyping it up all season, so this is... I have, yeah, welcome. We're, we're a bit worried that this wouldn't happen. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't worried. I just didn't think it would happen. Uh, well, I had something on last week, so yeah, he had. Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> had no, a little no, thing no, to do. Training. Had to get no, 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 no he didn't have training. Wednesday. Usually do it on the Wednesdays, yeah, but yeah, the I'll old train. mate had to fly to Melbourne and get his jacket. How yeah. was run us through that? How was the jacket night like? You looking pretty flash. Um, yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, I guess being in a room with a lot of good players, and I guess to be up on the stage with yeah, like I said, a lot of good players was um, a cool experience, and I guess I just enjoyed my night because I guess you don't get those. Um, I reckon I you got a few coming, man. Often, yeah. so um, yeah, just try to soak it all up. So run me through it. Um, you found out probably earlier in the week. You made the squad. Like obviously, you were going to make the team. You're third in the Coleman. You dominated the year. Um, like how they know your size and stuff for the jacket. You have to do like a little test. Or, like you have to get fitted and all that stuff um, beforehand. Or how that how that work? Nah, I think the club just sent my size and stuff. Oh, yeah. your measurements because we yeah. have um, we have a sponsor in Michael Innes Menswear. Shout out to Michael Innes yeah. Menswear. Yeah, yeah. Shout <laughs> out. Big time listen, they listen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry, what's up, baby? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so then you flew down on the Wednesday. That's why we couldn't get you on. So you kind of bailed on me. But hey, that's fine. Um, any Anything after the after the awards night? Did you hang out with the boys, catch up with the Adelaide um, crew? Anyone from Adelaide make it? No. Nah, no, I'm no, so, I don't think so. Um, well, Lockie and Harris and them had to go fly back oh, early, yeah. so um, we couldn't have anything to, I guess, celebrate a little win. So, cause yeah, I, on a four day break, but um, just caught up with family down there, so it's all good. Oh, and big Gov's birthday, wasn't it? Uh, his missus' birthday, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, don't care about that. Right. Sorry, yeah, thanks, Mitch Gov. Yeah, what, what was the expectation going in? Because everyone's saying that you're a lock, and I think we probably I mean, fed into that too. With Every week we're saying that you've got to make the team, otherwise someone's going to get hurt. Um, but what was the expectation going in? Because it would have been hard to, I suppose, block all that out, but at the same time understand that, you know, you're on the radar of All-Australian. Oh, every week um, you're trying, I guess, try and play best for you, but um, 
I set goals at the start of the year that I wanted to try and make the squad and I guess can kick 50 goals for the year and I tick those off and I guess I guess those little goals that uh, I strive to get I guess helped me to be better this year. Because as a play, like setting, like a lot of players do those goal setting stuff, but like you have your personal ones. Obviously, you want to do everything you can within the team structures and the way we play footy and stuff. But a lot of the players, like you just said, have their own personal goals and they want to make mm. sure that they're playing the best footy because they are aspirations to you know get that jacket and making sure you're kicking as most goals as you can. Like it's not always about the goals, about the pressure and tackling and stuff. But when that comes along, it's obviously a nice little pat on the back. But You've had your best years, but we'll just talk about a little bit of your upbringing and stuff first. So you're born in Mount Isa. Run us through how far away that is from Brisbane. It's a two-hour flight, so... Oh, um, so, you, so what about driving? Uh, probably 16, 17 hours. Yeah. 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 How do you know? Well, I've got a couple <laughs> of friends that have come <laughs> yeah. past Mount Isa. I'll have you know. Uh, yeah, it's like northwest Queensland, so... Is it a community or is it like nah, a little like town? A, it's a mining town, so... Um, grew up there, then um, moved to a place called Mornington Island. Yeah, so okay. A little island remote... Remote community, um, the Gulf of Carpentaria. Yeah. So I lived there most of my life, and that's where all my family are at at the moment. So relocated to Mornington Island. You boarded at Marist? Marist College, Ashgrove. Marist College, Ashgrove. And that yeah. was the, the crew that came to our game. Who was it against? And they did like... Hawthorne. Hawthorne game. They did something on the field. They were going crazy. They're doing uh, basically, because it's a rugby school, they do war cries and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Just See, I'm a public the school boy. atmosphere. So. <laughs> but um, so like every sporting event, like... In the uh, they they have like all their home like track and field stuff and when they play like nah, rugby like games or volleyball like basketball and stuff. Oh, okay, they just go and support and they do the war cries and stuff. Yeah, and I yeah. saw Harris's crew try to try to one up you guys. Yeah, and, but they no, they weren't they were relevant. That, wasn't that good? No, nah, they were relevant. They, were, they didn't. They weren't <laughs> even loud, man. They're up in the. I saw them up in the bleachers. Yeah. So it was incredible when the school came and and yeah, was part made of headlines. That. Um, what did you were you able to see it? Were you in the yeah, rooms? Yeah, I, 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 oh my um my boarding master texted me saying. There's gonna be uh, a couple of hundred uh, at the game, so <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. As soon as I saw the blue blazers, I knew that was my school. And Doc, like Doc McConnell, so he's a club doctor. Oh, was he, he from there? He went to school. He's like, <laughs> uh, he looked up. He, he one of the time he said, "Look up there." And I looked up. Then I, I just it. heard some like weird ass chanting, and I was looked over and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Mate, it was I, incredible. I, just, I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, and then obviously you got told after the game that that was. Charlie's boys, and that's the school that he used to represent. So, but you obviously played a lot of sports other than AFL. So you played Union League all the way through high school. You're pretty good at them. But there's a little one that I don't think many people know. You had a keen eye for baseball. Uh, yeah, I played baseball. Um, grow or softball, baseball growing up. So, so softball is one you hit off a tee, or is it underarm? Uh, uh, no, it's t-ball. Oh, t-ball. Okay, so you play softball. Underarm. Yeah. yeah. So you played that, and then um, played baseball as well. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, see. Sort of so any good? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Like made like sort of the Queensland reps through under under 14, 16, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because they had an academy on the Gold Coast. I remember for for a number of years the baseball academy. Yeah, I think it's in uh, I'm not sure Bean Lee area. Yeah, yeah, down that yeah. way. How, how serious were you about baseball? Because it is um, a little bit left oh, field. Yeah, I did a little bit of stuff with it um, with the Queensland stuff, and then um, I guess it was hard flying down because you had to pay flights and stuff, and it was pretty tough to. Get down there. He and wasn't stuff. that good then. Get a yeah. scholarship, boy. Yeah, yeah I know. But um, <laughs> that was a cool experience, and it was something that I loved. And I still watch baseball at the moment. And yeah. going to America this this off season. Yeah, going to go watch a few games in the in the um playoffs. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Who do you support? Atlanta. Oh, so okay. So well, well that's that touches on your hobbies at the moment. So yeah. you're a massive NFL enthusiast. You love your boy Julio Jones. Yeah. What, what what do you do? 
Does he do any of this stuff? No, nah, nah, that's something else. Up. Just rise up, baby. Yeah. So you love that. You like NFL. You're probably going to get, we'll talk about the tattoo in a second. Um, obviously, you love baseball. You go into America. Um, run us through those little things, like celebration wise, like you're known for your celebrations. Yeah. Is it is it more NFL bait? Or is it like that kind of American swagger? Is that where you get um, it from? Or? Yeah, I'll find a little bit um, on the NFL. Um, yeah. Shout out Hulo Jones, by the way, if he's watching. <laughs> oh, he doesn't miss an episode. Oh, hopefully he's watching. Yeah. Um, but. All the yeah celebrations more like in the American sports. Yeah, I yeah. just find yeah. all things and try and add it. Your add little it flavor to it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I guess it, it's who I am. I guess. Yeah, but we've spoken about this a number of times throughout the pod this season that I, I love the characters in American sports. So yeah. you look at the NBA and look at the NFL, and we celebrate the characters of who they are. Yeah. And in Australia, we probably don't have those same elements. Would yeah. you like to see that? You know, being able to be more comfortable um, and show more personality? I think it's more like time and place to do it. Um, you saw the Xavier Dersner one. Where yeah, he copied yeah. the, the crossbow so when, I didn't, when they were yeah. down. So I didn't hate what he was doing. I was just, like, after, like, just goals and when you're down goals. Like, <coughs> yeah. I think, like, celebration-wise, if you're going to do a celebration, it has to be on, with the moment. Yeah. Um, obviously, he does his thing, but, like, Doing that, like the cross, or whatever, the bow and arrow and stuff, like just for a normal goal, like yeah. maybe tone that down. Like I don't yeah. care, do you, you do you boo, but yeah, I think like it, like what Charlie says is like it has to be a moment type celebration. Is that what? Is that where the motorbike stuff come from? The double double rev and all that kind of shit. Yeah, well, I only do the motorbike when it's a like a good goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, or on the on the run, so like I'm snapped on the run, so I only bring that out when it's a good goal. But true or false? Did I uh, make that up? What did I say I was going to do that? Then you took it from me. No. Okay. Because I did. I was doing it in the gym. Oh, were you? Yes, you know I was. <laughs> was he? I was doing it in the gym. And well, cream. Yeah, so you reckon Keezy backed you up in the gym. I beg to differ, but we'll, we'll move on from that one. You're going to America. Run us through what, what's your plans over there. You're going to see some baseball, some NFL. Yeah. Is there, is there a friend of yours from Adelaide who goes to America and hits up all the sporting clubs to try and get free tickets and go on the sideline? Are you going to try and do that? Um. So, yeah, Rory Atkins, <laughs> he uh, messages a lot of people over there. Um, he stayed with randoms in Chicago. And, so he's like couch um, surfing. North Carolina, yeah. Airbnb, like Airbnb <laughs> with some random American chick. So um, Rory Atkins, Ad he, um, Alabama. he goes to America by himself, couch yeah. surfers, hits up like the universities, see if he can go to their games, loves free tickets, loves going down and presenting yeah. them with jerseys. He has gone to a concert one time. Yeah, so he went to uh, Steve-O, the bloke from Jackass, yeah. was yeah. in Adelaide. Um, he tried to jump, jump the line. So, oh, sorry, he couldn't get in because it was sold out. And um, so he went, went round to the VIP area and said, oh, I'm from the Adelaide Pros. I've got a Guernsey to pre present with Steve-O. And he got, got in, got in backstage with him, gave him the Guernsey. You might be thinking like what? ridiculous. Adelaide Crows, I haven't talked to them. That is that is I love it. I, yeah. I actually admire that. I, oh, he's got, some, he's got some balls on. Yeah, yeah. good on him. pays off. We met like, Steve-O. Yeah. yeah, a couple of years ago you met like Magic Johnson and stuff like um, Tyler the Creator. Stop it! You should have done that with Post Malone when you was up here. <sighs> yeah, I know, man, but I don't have the balls like he does. Like oh. I don't, I'll get knocked back and feel a bit embarrassed. But hey, are you yeah. gonna try and do any of that when you go over there? Have you hit up anyone? Uh, I just know um, a mate that um, was our PDM at Adelaide. Yeah, so he works with uh, Philly 76ers. Oh yeah, nice. He's their like psychologist over there. I might hit up Ben Simmons too. So. Um, yeah, we're going to try get, get get a few games there in Philly. And then um, I just messaged him saying, you know anyone in Atlanta? Yeah. But I had a follow from a player from Atlanta that just got tra oh, got traded to Chicago Bears. Who's that? Um, 
What's his name? You got it. Turbo Taylor. So Turbo Taylor. So if you're watching this, he's going to look forward to coming on. Coming over, mate. We'll give you a shout on the podcast. Get a few photos out there. Good luck, Turbo Taylor. We're off track there, but so run me through your upbringing, man. We so you went from you went from what they call high school. Is it high school? You went yeah. from high school, then you left that, and you went to went to Newman, and that's when you started playing AFL. Is that right? Is that when you played for yeah, the Saints so or something? I got a got a job in the mines over there as a diesel mechanic, apprentice heavy diesel mechanic. So, um, oh, I guess that was something I wanted to do after footy because all my most of my family worked in the mines. So, yeah, that was something. The old I man wanted. still, works? yeah, he's, he's a uh, operator or leading hand for his shift crew. Yeah, um, so did that for about eight months and played. Played footy over there because I was the only. Wouldn't sport. be much league and stuff there, would there? Nah, so it was only AFL and Newman. So yeah, um, did that for eight months and um, had a Swan Districts because um, that was their area. He, he'd come up and I'd come up and watch games and stuff and just trying to get pick some players yeah, out okay. to come play down. So they had like a little scout, like that was yeah, going through all that because um, Swan Districts is the Pilbara and then you have Claremont is the Kimberley area. Yeah. Um. So he said, come down and train. Um, with the Colts team because I was top age. You so seventeen or eighteen? No, I was gonna be. I was eighteen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you played like in the two thousand thirteen under eighteen championship with. Yeah. Did you make that team WA? Yeah. So I was a top age. Okay. How'd you yep. go on that? We we just set the world on fire. Like you only played like what thirty to forty games or some something like crazy like that. Uh, yeah. Well, because I was playing a league level. Um, yeah. In Swan Districts, I played yeah. league all year, so I was Bit sort of. It was different because of. Going back to playing with younger players, yeah, because league is a lot different. Um, you dominated then? Uh, no, I was alright. It wasn't too bad. Um, had some good players around me with Paddy Cripps, uh, Dom Sheed, yeah, well, um, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, McCarthy, Barras. Aaliyah, I didn't know he's from WA. Yeah, well, he moved over WA. Oh, from okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, had some good players around me, and um, yeah, they were, they were pretty good. But I think we only ended up winning two games. <laughs> so up, t- did you, t- did you beat Tazzy? <laughs> Yeah, beat Tazzy. Uh, oh, course, yeah, whatever. Um, but we played Victoria and stuff. Had Bon and Pelly, um, yeah. Tom Boyd. So 2013 draft would have been pretty, pretty stacked. Rough. It was Jack Billings, yeah, Bon and Pelly. Did you think like AFL was on the radar? Obviously, you know, you loved your league, um, loved your union and stuff. Did you, were you playing the under 18 thing? Like, oh, I'm actually a smoky chance to get drafted. Did you meet with any clubs during the year? Like, what was yeah, how that all work out was, for you? Uh, when I started playing well um, in league. Sort of started getting interest from West Coast and stuff because the yeah. local clubs and stuff. So. They have academy there at all? Uh, nah, not You're at probably too old anyway. Nah, too old, yeah. But yeah, I had a little bit of interest. Um, I think I kicked five goals against East Frio and then um, that's when the interest started coming in. Yeah, okay. So um, yeah, then I met a few clubs after that and then um, got invited to the combine and stuff. But that's just, that's just the WA combine or was that the draft? Uh, the, the big the draft? Nas- yeah, the national one, yeah. So, um, so how'd you go with all that? Like, obviously, no, I'm not good at running. Yeah, but say no, like you, you three k's, you probably would have done two k then or three. No, it's three k. Did you do it? Yeah, yeah, I would have put an injury, but I would have said if yeah, I no. saw somewhere. That's what but, I did. Um, yeah, no, it is what it is. But it would have been a bit of eye opener going like testing yourself against all those guys. Like agility would have been awesome, obviously, in your speed. But um, no, nah, I ran like three seconds, bro. Did you really? Yeah, you didn't practice it at all. No, just. Just, just didn't need to yeah. like, oh, I've got talent to burn, baby. I don't need to test this. I'm an athlete. Nah. Come on, man. Did you speak to Adelaide a fair bit at the at the, uh, at the combine met, and stuff? Yeah, I met Adelaide. Uh, I think it was three times. Um, them and GWS and um, I think yeah, they, those were the main two. And Brisbane didn't come knocking. Uh, nah, I didn't. I don't think. Um, I think I spoke to Brisbane 
roughly, I think. But yeah, but that happens though. Like a lot of players get drafted without even speaking. I've only spoke to the mm. Blues once. I don't yep. say Colton because they tease me for saying the way. I say Colton. 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 You do say that actually. I've noticed <laughs> that. Oh, have you? Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, fuck. All right. I never. The Blues. Never raised well, the Blues. I didn't talk to the Blues at all. I spoke to them once and yeah. got drafted there, but. So you got picked up as in, what was it, pick seven? Pick seven in the rookie draft? Pick seven rookie, What yeah. was it like? Your first year went from, I guess you were living in Perth at the time. Yeah. You went living in Perth and you went to Adelaide. Did you move in with the famous Eddie Betts? No, nah, first I lived with uh, Richard Douglas and Kyle Hardigan. Okay. <laughs> for the first um, two months, or well, the first two months you get there. The big Doug's uh, retiring this year. Yeah, Dougie's retiring, yeah, great man. So, yeah, I lived with him and um, Hardo and... That was a good experience, and then um, Eddie asked if I wanted to move in because he, he had to get settled in because he's yeah had, had um Lil Lewis at that time, so he had to settle in. And then, um, yeah, so I moved in af- after after New Year's and um, lived with him. I guess it was pretty tough because I was a young player, and then yeah. um like he'd he'd go back to um, Melbourne because uh just catch up with the family and yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. had to get stuff sorted and. So you'd be chilling like, at the house by yourself. Yeah, well, then I had... Um, <laughs> Throwing parties at the, at the yeah. best residence. <laughs> yeah, I had all Tex Walker and Brad Crash lived down the road. And, yeah, yeah. Because um, he was in rehab at that time because of his yeah. knee. Um, so I hanged out with him a lot. Um, Through Tex. Yeah, big Texan. So, um, yeah, he helped me. Or when I wasn't, when Eddie wasn't there, he'd just say, come around and stay over because I didn't like sleeping by myself because that house was a bit... Bit mucky, yeah. Bit scary. Haunted, haunted house. Or? Oh, there was some stuff going on. Is that the one that I I've, I went to? Visited? The one, yeah, the one, yeah, yeah. When what was wrong? What's happening? I don't know, man. Like there was some stuff going on. Like, <laughs> when little um, little Billy got um, when little Billy started getting older, he kept looking at the back and started pointing at. God damn! Yeah, no, but, um, I don't don't yeah. need that. That's crazy. That, would, that a play? Would that have been reason why you played seven games at first year? Or? <laughs> nah, it's so basically um, I had OP. Um, for yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so seven weeks and um so that kept me out for the rest not the rest of the year i played l- last two games then uh um, you play through it a bit no, so, uh no so i played four games and then um i was at training and then i had had the symptoms and they got a scan there was um fluid in the pubic bone yeah and then um yeah so i was out for seven to eight weeks and then come back played two games and then get dropped for the last game because we lost to North Melbourne. Apparently, I was I was laughing on the plane on the way back, and that's why I got dropped. Oh, so basically, um, <laughs> we lost to we got we got um, we lost to North Melbourne down in Tassie. Yeah, and um, uh, I had Scott Thompson and Richard Douglas next to me. Yeah, um, so older players and they just kept making me laugh. And then we, when we landed, um, Brenton Sanderson said to um, Ma- Matthew Yench, um, "Can you tell Charlie that we just lost?" And because apparently we just got knocked out, and so they were laughing. Oh, and, and they were making the older boys—they oh, still would have been like senior players. Yeah, yeah they were senior players. But I um, like the flag for the boys. And yeah. then I got to. Were you doing I that think, laugh? You do uh, though. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I got, I got <laughs> to. Um, I think it was the the match committee, and then he pulled me in saying like, oh, "I just didn't have enough um, shots on goal and stuff." And but when, you know when I had five shots on goal, and yeah, so he's scrambling for reasons to drop you. He's just a bit flat that. You were up and about or just laughing on the plane. Yeah. Man, I've done that. Like in the toughies we have, like mm. I, someone had my headphones on and I'm, I was with Louis Taylor and Bassanac and I was like laughing too loud and the the lady airline hostess said, can you keep it down a little bit? Like I just, and that was after a loss. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm all about enjoying yourself, but I think like just fucking sometimes yeah. you just got to suck it up and just have some, like have some fun with it. But 
So you played seven games the first year. I'm running through this. 22 games in the next year. Yeah. 29 goals, 24 points. 2016, 20 games, 20 goals. Something like I think he kicked like 30 points again. 2017, 24 goal, 24, 24 games, 29 goals. And that's a grand final year. Yeah. We'll just skip forward to the grand final year because that's the <laughs> one that I want to talk about. I don't really care about anything else that you've done. You had kicked five goals in the prelim. Yeah. Run us through that. We like shit. We're gonna win this, Granny. This is gonna like I've, we spoke to Eddie about this. Yeah, like he hasn't yeah. watched the the game or anything. That hasn't really talked too much about it. Yeah. But yeah. so Eddie did say that he said he hasn't, he hasn't watched the replay. Yeah, yeah. Have Run you, us through you, that year. We like we're actually big chance. Like he finished on top of the ladder. Yeah, well, we had a because um, we knew we had, we had a few players coming back in um, with Mitch McGovern and stuff, yeah. and because he was coming back from his hamstring, and, and then um, so. It was that training session. Um, that was a week leading into it, wasn't so it? So a week leading into it. No, no, sorry. Oh, you had to buy and you did a practice match. Yeah, so um, he didn't play the prelim. Um, so we came back from... Um, so we played GWS, went to the Gold Coast for the weekend yeah. just to get away. Um, came back for the Geelong game in that week. He did his hamstring. Yeah. Um, and it was a bit disappointing because he was one of my close mates. And um, it was a bit of doubt, like, oh, we can't... We need a like a player with his speed and um, abilities. Yeah. Um, so we brought in Andy Otten, and um, it was pretty tough because I thought we could have used a small, yeah, okay. a small mm. player like with like Wayne. a small defender. Or, oh, nah, he came in Wayne, forward, didn't he? Yeah, played forward. Wayne Miller. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Because I thought we were a bit too tall, and the way Richmond played, um, I guess would have caught us out and end up catching us out. But um, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty tough at the time. Um, going through the motions, I guess, knowing after I think it was end of the third that they kind of got away. Was, got mm. away, yeah. And it was just more about just, just going through the motions and just trying to play it out. Yeah, yeah. That game, obviously watched it, and I was having a lot of drinks watching that game, cheering know, on the I boys. That, I remember that night? We'll talk about that night maybe after this. But um, so first quarter, you kicked a snag, rolled your ankle. No, I didn't kick a snag. You didn't kick a snag no. at all. I kicked it, Eddie. Oh, the snap. Mm. And then it went over the the top and then he got the goal. Yeah. The ankle, like, run us through that. Was it, did you have to get a jab or anything or was it just... No, it wasn't ankle. It was more like, um, I went to kick the ball and broad just came over the top and it was just more like, I think think I I was just like the, you know, you get like the boot stud. Yeah. Yeah, it was just in the tackle and um, just like a corky in the back of the leg. But I just strapped it up and just tried to play through it because it's a grand final. Yeah. Yeah. Run, Run us through, like... The finals campaign because obviously we're about to embark on one with the Lions. Do you yeah. see like any similarities? What was happening then? Um, you, like you guys finished first, uh, we finished second this year. Is there any like any similar feelings going to it? Like now you're better off yeah. for it. Like you've had that experience. Is there anything like leading to this week that kind of feels the same, or you change a little bit from the past? Um, I think it's a lot different because it's different young, groups. I guess. Yeah, different groups and um, I guess the culture is a lot different. And um, but. It's a final, so yeah, you got to try and I guess block everything out and focus on this game because I know it's so like crowd and I guess it'll be everyone's bugging for tickets and stuff. <laughs> and that's how it is. But you got a ticket? Yeah. You got a ticket? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm yeah, there. So it's sold out. Um, but yeah, it's a big game and yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, what do you remember about that finals campaign? Um, because you would have had so many expectations yeah. coming in. It was obviously you know your the first, first, your first, twenty seventeen. Final. Yeah, first finals? No. no. You played it before? 2015. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, knowing how deep, obviously, you, you played through yeah. in September, like, what, what do you, what, what's just one thing that you took away from, from that postseason that, that you're kind of using going into this year? I think just more like, 
it's more the opportunities that you get in grand, like in the grand final. We just didn't you know, stand up, and I guess you want to stand up those big moments like the GWS game. I think we put into the sword uh, yeah. from the second quarter, and then we knew that if we just just kept pushing and pushing them, I think we won by 50, 60 points. And then Geelong game as well, we thought um, we had them by um, three-quarter time. It was all over. We knew that they were going to be a good side and come, but it was just a matter of us just putting into the sword. But um, it all starts, for me, it just starts the first, first quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even the Richmond game last week really cost us. Um, it's going to be it's going to be hot in the first five minutes. It's, yeah, like I said, the best side that settles in and I guess goes back to what, what they know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was saying like last week was win, lose, or draw for us. We just wanted to gain experience in that. And I think we, we did. We learned some valuable lessons. Obviously, our motto all year is like to try and start well, um, not give teams a jump. So that's been something that we've been working on. And like, unfortunately, they kicked like four or five goals in a row. And it was, it was mainly in the back of our mistakes that mm. had costly turnovers. So there's things we can tidy up there. And as Charlie mentioned, like we, we can't wait. We're so excited for this this week. And um, we've already learned a lot from that game. So that's, that's a positive that you're looking at. But let's talk about two... Th- Finish with the grand final stuff. Yeah, you lost that. Who cares? Move on from that. Um, let's talk about going from first on the ladder, playing the grand final, and then requesting a trade. Like we don't have to touch on too much. Touch on much as you want. Um, what, what 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 would make a player go from playing in a grand final with top of ladder team, going to a bottom? I think we finished last that year. Yeah, it was towards the bottom quarter. Yeah, I think we we're either last on the ladder, going to the lines or last on the ladder. What, what? Yeah, because Rainer was number one. Yeah, yeah. so run, run us through like the thought process if it started earlier in the year. Like, did you have something you want to come back for? Obviously, family reasons you're from Mount Isa. Um, too far. Yeah, well, obviously, had family and friends. And I guess the, that year was, um, I guess, more, it was pretty tough, like just expectations and yeah. like, pressure. And like, I was, I was seeing a lady just to, I guess, help me on field because it was, it was pretty tough at the time. And yeah. I guess I had some niggles throughout the year that was a bit frustrating my back and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, I guess, like, you, you, you people that comment on on your Instagram and stuff and just say, like, just abuse you and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. They tell you and stuff and you, you see a lot of stuff in Adelaide because it's a small... It's a footy um, bubble. Yeah, footy bubble. And I just couldn't, I uh, guess, get all those stuff out, all those distractions out of my head and... They had a lot of I pressures just, on just from footy aspects. Yeah, well, and also just more the opportunity. Like, I was behind some good players at Adelaide. Yeah. And I felt like I was, a, I guess, a traffic traffic cone at Adelaide. And yeah. I didn't get any opportunities. Like that, that prelim was my, I guess, best opportunity because I was in the right place at the right time. But, yeah, um, yeah I thought I was fifth fiddle um, at Adelaide yeah. with some good players around me. But, like, no disrespect to them, like... They've been good to me in my development as a as a footy player, but I felt like I needed to go somewhere to I guess better myself and I guess take my career forward. That's something that you don't like. You don't. I understand me saying like you wanted to. You, you kind of like in those game situations, like you know you can perform your best if you're given those opportunities. Like sometimes when you're playing as that third, fourth target, mm. you, it's it's hard to come by. Like you you're doing a lot of work with no reward. Like teams, you need those players and stuff, but. Obviously, we've seen Charlie this year and even last year before he broke his foot. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but, but just just on that too, it's not just a decision that you have to make. I mean, you spoke yeah. about this, that it was a decision yeah. you and Emma had to talk yeah. about at yeah. the yeah. time. And I had a chance to go to the footy with Emma and, and your lovely partner, Sari. Yeah. And, and I remember she said to me that 
you know, it was an opportunity for both of you to, yeah. to have a fresh start. And I'm yeah. sure you would have had to have discussions with, with Sari as well to yeah. make sure that this was a, a move for, for family reasons yeah. as much as football. Yeah. Well, I had a lot of offers from West Coast as well. Um, mm. They were trying to get me as well, but um, she didn't want to go back there. And <laughs> I, exactly what Emma said to me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I just had to, I had to focus on, I guess, playing footy as well. Um, as well. But um, I had to keep my options open in terms of, what it looked like if I was going to be try like if I wanted to go that year or the next year when I was out of contract, yeah. um, and I didn't think that I didn't think that was my I didn't think I was going to play my best footy at Adelaide at that time. And I, I had my exit review and I said I'm just not happy here. Um, there's nothing that you guys can do to I guess make me change my mind, make me stay. Yeah. Um, like I had, had some good players around me, like good people. Sorry, um, that helped me through the years um, at Adelaide and. I guess leaving a couple of blokes of best mates and stuff was pretty tough, but um, it was a, more the opportunity footy-wise to, I guess, take my game to another level. So, obviously, our exits were totally different. I got delisted like yeah. a boss. Um, run me through, like, the decision you got to make in your head. Like, how did you make it straight after the granny? Um, or was it like, with the exit review, just didn't go the way you expected, and you're like, look, guys, I just want to fresh start somewhere else? Is that uh, is that how it works? Like, um, I think it was... The grand final, so we finished grand final and then on the Saturday. Um, and then I think we had a few drinks at the Emerson. Uh, I didn't stick around for long because just, we just lost the grand final. And I so stuck around bit, for a while. Yeah, I know. It was a bit depressing. <laughs> and then um, on the Sunday, we, we had like a function and everything and, um, at the Adelaide Oval and stuff. And then um, had a few went, went to a few boys' houses for, for a beer with the boys. And um, like a few boys were talking to me about, asked me if I was leaving and stuff. I said, I don't know yet. Um, see what happens. Like I didn't make my mind up yeah, at yeah, that time because yeah. we just come off a grand final. Yeah, just kind of so think about other shit. Then yeah, it was just I guess replaying the grand final. Yeah. Um, if, in, my, in my head and um, I think it took me a couple of days speaking to the manager and um, Sari as well, and then we made the decision to come up here. Um, and then played a golf game. I was about to say there's some yeah. obstacles in the way and yeah, so the cockroaches are India is oh no, so me David Teague and um. Tate Kaisler was going to play golf, and then um, Tate Kaisler was out, so he was my forwards coach. Um, yeah. and he, uh, that's not the guy no. at Gold Coast now, is it? Yeah. Oh, so that's, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So he was a, um, right. a development forwards coach, so I worked with him pretty close, and yeah. I was pretty close to him. Adelaide, him and David Tig. Um, so we played golf, and Tate said, uh, yeah, old Pikey called him and said, um, oh, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm playing golf with Charlie and Tiggy. And because Tiggy just left um, yeah. to go to Carlton because yeah. of – I, I don't know what happened there, but um. Oh, you know what happened. But yeah, it was a bit, bit, a bit awkward um at the golf. <laughs> of course, it would have um, been there. Even, even Tiggy was saying it was a bit awkward, but um, he wanted to say a few things, but he couldn't. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah it, it was caught up with him after, after, after golf and I had a chat and try to give me some reasons. Um, yeah, just uh, and and some ideas how I can, I guess, I guess him to make me happy. Yeah. Stay at Adelaide, but yeah, it was, it was a. I guess everything was going on. I just had to try and clean my head. Then went to WA and then, um, oh, sorry, I, I said my, that I was leaving on the Tuesday and we had our um, wacky Wednesday. Yeah, okay. On the Wednesday, it was yeah. a bit awkward because yeah. um, I called David Teague and I told him that I was leaving and he had on loudspeaker. Then he had Tex Walker, Josh Ingans and Tommy Lynch in the background. Shit. And, and then he's like, oh, sorry, I, they just heard that. I was like, Teague, I'm, 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 I'm leaving. I was like, oh, it's okay, don't worry. Yeah, and then I got got to the um, 
our wacky Wednesday, and it was a bit awkward. So how how would that go down with like obviously? Nah, that, Texas yeah. come out publicly a lot of times. And yeah, so Jake Lever said he was leaving, and so me and him just stuck together. <laughs> and then um, as you would, yeah. yeah. So it was a bit awkward with um, the older players because um, they obviously knew that I was leaving. Yeah, and they would have been a bit frustrated from the granny as well. Then obviously Lever, one of the better backmen, and Charlie is a fucking best, mm. one of the best forwards. So yeah. And he had a lot that. of friendships there too, which yeah. I'm, I'm sure you know. You still have today, but yeah, well, he still does. Um, that, he does. He obviously very tight connection with a lot of the Adelaide boys. It's always we, we we always tease Charlie about you know you playing with the Adelaide crew, playing Fortnite with the Adelaide boys, and how much he loves them and stuff. But um, yeah, what it was it was a tough time for him. I, I was over there during when it was going down. Um, I said, don't go to the golf game because they'll get out in the media, and then they got out in the scene like it was going back and forth. Media were following him around everywhere, yeah. and would have been right. a tough time, that's for sure. But well, he did well. didn't rock up to Brekkie. Well, I'm not. Shulman. It wasn't like so. We went to breakfast. So what was the cafe called? Uh, cafe Malobo. I think. I think. I think Yolman might have told the media that we were there because he wanted to get on get on the TV. So yeah, yeah. They, they 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 rocked up at our breakfast. Um, and they kind of said that I was trying to poach him, which I 100 percent was. I was texting him mid year. So. And you had your notes and your preparation. I had my notes. I had, the, I had the Brisbane Lions. Um, you know, our offer there for him and what <laughs> they consisted of. So. I was a spokesman for the David Noble. He always gets praised for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, it was all good. So you got here to, got to Brisbane in your first year. You're in all Australian form. I'm, I, was, I thought you were. You played 11 games, 17 goals. Yeah. Run us through that foot injury because um, that was obviously a big one, but you handled it probably the best I've seen out of someone. Mm. Like new club, big injury, missed the rest of the year. What are the things that you put in place and run us through like the transition when you got to Brizzy? Yeah, well, so... Start of the year, I thought I was playing some good footy, and then Fuck uh, yeah, you're playing some it good was footy, the uh, North Melbourne game. I got tackled by Higgins, um, so my foot got stuck under his, um, his body. Uh, yeah, his body. So yeah, he's weight um, twisted your foot. Yeah, so I went to stand up and run, and I just collapsed, and I'm like, I think I broke my foot. Yeah. So and then um, I was, ho- uh, it was, I think you were saying you were teasing me on the Monday. Remember I wasn't that? teasing you, man. Basically, I was saying um, I've done that. So basically, he, he broke his toe. Yeah, I broke my toe. And then <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, then, yeah, um, yeah. So we had the scans <laughs> there, and he's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. Mine's worse than yours. Yeah. And then, because um, it was fragment ligament, he's like, oh, it's only a couple of weeks. And then he started teasing me, saying there's nothing wrong with it. And then um, had to do like the weight um, bearing and stuff, and then come back and the said hops. I was going to be out for the year. And oh. I still remember that. And yeah. Doesn't sound like well, well, okay, well, he's obviously put a bit of mayo on it. I was saying, like, I had done the similar injury. No, um, remember you remember, no, you were comparing yourself to your broken toe. Yeah, okay, at, well, at that time when you. Well, my toe was meant to be fine. That's what they said. Like, it's just sprained. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to miss a couple of weeks. And they said it's broken. I'm like, oh, f- I've got a couple of weeks. Did you out not there. say at the computer, Blanche? Yeah, then like, I was saying the computer, like, oh, he's fine. You'll be back in a couple of weeks, man. Don't worry about it. Because Blanche, yeah. like, he went back and forth and then they came yeah. back with the worst news possible. Yeah. So you live, and, you live and learn from. Yeah. Think things you say to people, but well, whatever you know. Talk us through. through <laughs> talk us through. <laughs> to get through that. We we'll through that. Talk us through. So you got the news. You missed the rest of the year. Um, talk us through what your mentality was and what role you took on. Yeah. Well, so I basically sat down with Andrew Crow and um, Bundy as well because he um, had a lot of injuries and yeah. Um, he just he did a lot of stuff with the kneeful. Um, so I had a plan that I was going to do a bit of bench coach with with the kneeful. So I'll, I was only going to do the Hogan games, but um. Uh, I just said I'll fly out. I'll fly out on the day of yeah. the game, um, go and watch, the, uh, go, go and support the boys, and do a bit of coaching. Um, so I work with a lot of the, the younger players um, this year, and try, I guess try to help them get better, develop them. Yeah, but it was it was a cool experience because it just 
I guess, kept me busy um, during the week, um, even on, on weekends and stuff, instead of sitting at home um, with, with the foot injury. Because yeah. I, I wasn't allowed to walk for six weeks. I was on crutches for six weeks. So, so travelling to Sydney every, oh, most most weeks was pretty tough in terms of just being, being on crutches the whole time. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit frustrating. But um, so I had to wait till the 10-week mark that I can take the boot off and just walk normal. So, yeah. yeah. So you um you had a bit of swagger about you on the bench. I'm just gonna say, is, did you have any NFL type moments like getting those messages out to the boys? Were you like yelling at any of the boys, or just getting your message across like cool and calm? Because you had the headphones on with the big mouthpiece. Yeah, and stuff. so basically I had swagger. I had the the line coaches in my ear, so <laughs> I, um so I'd run the messages to the like the forwards or yeah, the yeah. defenders or the backs. So um yeah, now that was a cool experience and I quite enjoyed it. And then I think it was got to the end of the year. I started going through the head coach because I stepped up. Yeah, so. stepping up in the world from just, the bench coach, just to sacking the, everyone else. Well. <laughs> yeah, taking yeah, an assistance yeah. role now, he's <laughs> helping out with the head coach. Um, in, in a roundabout way, though, did the injury kind of make you a better player for 2019? Just given the fact that you could start focusing <coughs> on other areas that you may have not had time for. Um, like oh, we've just seen Eddie kind of said something similar yeah. that when he had some injuries, it gave him more time to invest in other areas that he yeah. may not have had time to work on. Like, did it kind of make you a better player leading into this year? Well, basically, because I started to, uh, um, started running in the off season, so well, in I think it was the first couple of weeks um, into the off season, so it gave me, I guess, a bit of um, room to try and get better. But um, b- before that, like during the year, watching the games and stuff, because I didn't really watch the AFL because it was pretty tough. Because yeah, um, I wanted to be out. That's why I worked with the Neefel instead. Because um, I guess. It was a lot, lot different, but um, I guess watching AFL games, I just it frustrated me because yeah. yep. I can't be out there helping them um, and then seeing some stuff was pretty frustrating times. So um, yeah, I just try to I guess help myself develop off field more I guess instead of on field. So um, with the on field stuff, uh, I guess going into this season, um, like I said, I just had goals that I wanted to do um, pre season goals. Try to I guess better myself with my. 3k time trial but which i didn't um Man, but it's, a, it's a it's a facade that thing anyway yeah, yeah. not even real but overrated it was oh. just more about coming back and then i guess building that chemistry my forward line and the mids and stuff and um i guess having i didn't start to, i didn't get back to full training after chrissy so um because i had some niggles with my foot and had a bit of quad stuff um because of the load but um yeah like like i said the goals and stuff really helped me Get, try and get better this year and try and take my game to another level because if you don't have those goals there, there's no point. Um, I guess you have your team goals, but your personal goals, you just want to strive to get better. Um, and you have areas that you want to work on. And mine was, I guess, goal kicking because I had some troubles yeah. during the year and um, wanted to do a lot of that. And thought I've done that after the bye. Did you have many expectations like coming into the season? I know. We're talking about when you got traded. You you didn't want to get traded for pick twelve. You're like, oh, that's too high. Yeah. You, did you come into like last year? Then you have a chip on your shoulder because when I got cut from the Blues, like I wanted to prove the like the footy world that I was a good player and that I deserved to be on an A four list and stuff. Did you have any of that mentality going through your head, especially after playing such good footy last year and then being struck with injury and then coming to this year? Did you have like a little chip on your shoulder? Do you want to prove anyone wrong? Do you think like anything like along those lines, um, or were you just like, oh, I'll just rock up and do my thing? No, I think my first year, I think. Just coming to the club with pick twelve and yeah, um, that that was more like the pressure stuff. So I thought I'd 
handled that well. But yeah. this year, I didn't really think about that stuff. I just wanted to, I guess, just play a full season and try and join my footy. Because yeah. um, last year, I only played 11 games. But, um, yeah, this year, I just blocked everything out and just tried to get the best out of myself because um, we had a good... We had a good team this year, and um, I knew that we could tr- we could try and I guess shock the world and try yeah. and make finals, and thought we'd done that. But um, yeah, there was no pressure or expectations. Yeah, cause um, I, yeah. Because I saw some comments from you recently saying like you didn't expect us to like you expected improvement this year, but you didn't expect us to make the finals like the way we did. Yeah. Is there like somewhere it, like I have I have a moment this year when I was like fuck, we're actually a generally a good team. Is there anything like that during the year you were like oh, we're actually a good chance to push it this year? I think when we were. On the road, um, I think it was three out of four games that we played. Um, I think that was the turning point. And it was like GWS, Port Adelaide and Hawthorne, was it? Uh, or someone else? No, I think there was one in between. But, oh, St Kilda. Um, yeah, St Kilda, sorry. But knowing that we could match it with those players on the road, I think a few people doubted us that we were yeah. pretty poor on the road and we corrected that after the bye. Um, yeah, that was, I think that was the turning point. Um when we matched it with Port Adelaide, we smacked them. Um, and then also going down to Hawthorne in Tassie, um, that, w- that was another turning point as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah sweet. Yeah. So you, you're loving your time in Brisbane. Um, how long are you contracted for, just FY? Uh, another two more years. Another two more years. Yeah. So you're starting to get settled in. You're enjoying your time of footy. Um, any aspirations going forward other than uh, once we obviously get this finals campaign done, we'll mm. be able to talk more on that later. But yeah. Yeah. What, what's, what's the goal for Charlie Cameron in the future? What, what are you doing? Anything off field? Um, not sure yet, mate. I haven't really. Really. Did, what, did the coaching last year give you an insight into whether that might be something that you might be keen on doing? Yeah, in the well, I was thinking about doing the coaching courses, but um, I think I played golf on that day. So, <laughs> so that, that <laughs> ain't gonna happen then. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I've yeah, done maybe, my level one coaching course. I'm maybe, level two's in December, so yeah, yeah, maybe I can done. yeah get get that done. Maybe life after footy, but haven't really thought about it at the moment because yep. of the, the final stuff, but. I think once everything settles settles down, I'll I'll find out what I want to do. Yeah. So we won't talk about too much off season because I want the fans thinking that you're thinking too far ahead. But Correct. you're going to America doing your thing. Yeah. Um, you should be looking forward to that. Run us through this tattoo that, like, we can edit, we can leave this in and we can edit it. Who knows? Run us through <laughs> this. Run, run us through this tattoo bet that you've got going on at the moment. It's oh, I think it's not going to happen. Um, yeah. there's a few grand writing on it. Um, run us through what's what's happening behind this. Yeah, so basically, um, <laughs> and this is real life. Myself, this is real. Tom Fulton, um, So we have a big crush on uh, Steph Claire Smith. So shout out Steph Claire Smith if you if you're watching. I know you are. You're a big podcaster. Yeah. So yeah, so big um, podcast fan. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I said I only get a Steph Claire <laughs> tattoo um, on, on my le- back of my leg, and um, I said I'll, I'll get it done before I get back. Yeah, and then Matho joined in and said you won't do it. So full cream. Bet a thousand dollars that he won't do it. Yeah. Well, I, I actually agree with full cream. And so Matho's chucked in the ground as well, has he? That you won't do it. Yeah. But you want to get a few other people on there. Can you run us through who else you want to get on that list? Yeah. Lead? So, because I'm a, I love my American sports and um, so I want Julio Jones. Yep. Odell Rise Beckham, um, Christian McCaffrey. I don't know that one. Um, he's a young player at Carolina Panthers. Um, Paul George. PG thirteen. PG. Travis Scott. You like PG. Yeah. Travis Scott. You yeah. watched the doco? Yeah. Watch Is that why you want to get yeah. his now? No, nah, I've always liked Trump. He's here next week. Yeah, we're catching yeah. him. Come on the podcast, actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what's, he, what's he down for? Cool and Gatter, uh, Gold Coast Festival. No, I thought that was in... Uh, no, that's in... No, no, uh, no, it's Travis Scott. Yeah. No, nah, it's in December. 
Oh, it's in December. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. They've just moved it. They moved it from Koolangatta to Metricon Stadium. Yeah. But it's happening. He's coming. He's, he's well, we might have to He's in, That's That's with Telstra. Yeah. Are you going? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dumb, man. We're, we're in we're, a lower end of scale of Telstra sponsor. We're, we're going to have a chat today. We're going to have tickets. Really? Yeah. Thanks for the invite, man. Yeah, Fuck. we'll have a chat. We'll be there. We'll Telstra, be there. Don't Telstra worry, Travis. We'll be there. Telstra Look got at the ball here, man. Yeah. No, we'll be there. Don't worry. They'll hook us up. They'll hook um, us up. We'll, we'll, we'll be there. Yeah, Can't we'll wait. Contacts. We'll see. Like, yeah, I might have to hit up your contacts. If mine suck. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ian Weeding. <laughs> no, we'll be there. Don't we'll worry. Be there, we'll be there. It, it, I might sort interview them. It will sort us out. It'll be there. All right. Well, Charlie, I don't want to waste any more of your time because what has that been? An hour nearly. Um, I know your time is valuable. So appreciate you coming on, man. Really, really uh, fortunate to get you just, all Australian. Just missed my breakfast. Just no. You can still go. It's only nine thirty. You're nah, never up nah. this early. They they're gone. Who? I keys in them. Uh, okay, so yeah. Happy right, man. I'll come with you. I'll get breakfast with you. Yeah, come. Thanks for coming on, man. Good luck in the finals. I know it's going to be a big one. I was going to talk about Dylan Grimes, but he doesn't deserve too much time, any more time than he gets already. Nah, it's, yeah, I think that's been... That's been blown out of the water. Everyone else has spoken yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, Saturday's, Saturday's game, so it'll all, all sort of take care of itself. Yeah. No, I don't think it's been blown out of the water. He hasn't said one word about it. The media for him with it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup on Saturday, if it happens. Might yeah. Be, might get lost in, I guess, someone else. Who yeah. knows, but... That's why this is I'm going to edit this part and chuck it on the tweet. No, but thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate you. Um, good luck with everything this year in the finals experience. Love what you're doing, mate. You're an absolute G. Um, and yeah, good luck on Saturday, mate. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sean Tobin. Love it. Woo! Bye.